Welcome to another episode of Den Excelsior. This is a live weekly podcast discussing the latest Marvel happenings across all media. But even if it's not from the House of Ideas specifically, if it's big and related to superheroes, it's on our radars. Uh, this episode is being recorded on the evening of Friday, April 9th, 2021. My name is Dennis, and with me, I have a distinguished nerd panel as always. Don't tell him uh, something is awesome because I promise you that's a reason he'll use to avoid it like the plague. First up, it's Frank. Yo, yo. Speaking of which, I got something uh, big and uh, not related to Marvel also. I also put it it on my radar. Is it inappropriate? (laughs) I'm just kidding. Oh, okay. I was making a, a, a rough boner joke. Oh, I see. That would be great for WandaVision 2, Rise of Boner. I would watch that. With that, I'm going to move on and introduce the next person. <laughs> uh, he's excited to join us with some brand spanking new internet. He's got that new internet goodness going on. It's Ricky. Hey, I got fiber up in this bitch. He does. He's got fiber. <laughs> it's, a little, it's a little loud and a little too excited right away. Ricky uh, tests but, well with the with the urban markets, so it's yes, fine. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. That is why we have him here. That's the only reason. It's yeah. definitely not for clicking all the buttons. Nope. <laughs> and we also right. got a special guest. We do. We do. Um, we do. Uh, we he's back. Uh, he he was a guest with us uh, once before when we were talking about WandaVision all those you know months and years back. Uh, but yeah, he decided uh, to grace us with his presence again. The host of the Ridiculous on Rye podcast uh, and casual Marvel enthusiast, it's uh, Mikey. What's up, guys? I am back. He's back. <laughs> what is going on? I don't have a, a funny little blurb to put out there like you guys. You guys been practicing that stuff, huh? <laughs> we've, been, we've been practicing a little bit. You guys are sticking to landing. I can appreciate it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're trying to get better at this, you know, to make it worth people's time to come hang out with us. Uh, but it feels every like time someone ever, every time someone likes something, I end up not liking it. So once we like an intro, I'm like, nah, I don't like that. Yeah, and then he then he changes it up on me. Yeah. Just keep it uh, loose, baby. Just keep it loose. Keep it well, loose. Mikey, Mikey, thanks for coming back and joining us. Like, I, I really, uh, I really wanted to get you on uh, earlier, um, but you know, it's uh, I was just happy to get you back. Yeah, uh, we had a lot of fun. I, I know a lot of people don't necessarily know anybody who's watching, uh, but the last time he was on the show, that was actually the first time we met. Uh, right. We met, yeah. we met about 20 minutes before we started going live on that. And uh, it was uh, interesting circumstances, but we all three of us had a lot of fun with Mikey and we're just like, we got to get that guy back, you know? Dude, so I, I love it, man. Uh, I'm, I'm happy to be back and I'm really jazzed about this episode. Let's do it. Yeah, you're on you're on a rotation now, so like cool, we'll, just, cool. we'll bring you we'll Part bring of you the back. Cool kids. Never, yeah, you're locked in. You're gonna be syndicated in two more shows. Yeah, nice. whoa, we got people. Whoa, what's going on back there? Whoa, 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 don't look back there. Home invasion, home invasion, home invasion. <laughs> it's like reverse uh, Santa Claus. <laughs> yes. Uh all right, we're gonna just pretend that didn't happen and uh we're gonna talk really quick about the fun show we have planned for tonight. Uh, or whenever you're consuming this. I guess it doesn't have to be tonight. No, it has uh, to be tonight. We are dying to talk about Falcon and the Winter Soldier episode four. Uh, but before we dive into that, we've got some news and rumors to discuss, uh, a brief chat on a nerd topic of my choosing, and stick around after for more multiverse bingo. 
Uh, as a reminder, this is also a chance for you to pick our brains about uh, any marvelous trivia or points of confusion that you may have, maybe like with the show or whatever random stuff we have to say tonight. Um, we'll be checking the comments throughout the show. And for those that can't get enough of us, you can visit patreon.com forward slash Denx Media immediately after this broadcast ends for our live post show, The Soapbox, where we wind down and talk about stuff we didn't get to in the first like one and a half hours of this show. Um, so yeah, it's, it's, it's a wild party. You never know what we're going to talk about. Sometimes I'm kind of glad that nobody's there to listen to us. <laughs> yet, 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 yet. But um, one day we will have a following, and one day we will get canceled for the things we say in the soapbox. Oh box. God! Why That's do you promise no. things like this? No. Why do you promise things like that? Before we get into the news, like Mikey, what have you been up to since last time you've been here? Mikey. Uh, hanging nice. out with this guy, <laughs> right yeah. on cue. Uh, yeah, man, just man. hanging out. Yeah, working hard, man. Um. You know how it is. COVID's been holding us down, so I've had a lot of opportunities to catch up on all the stuff that's been coming out. I don't know yeah. if you guys have watched the new Godzilla and King Kong movie. Oh, but... yeah. Oh, yeah. We, yeah. we talked about it last week. Oh, really? What, what, yeah. did, you think of, what did you think about it? I, I, I know I know what he thought about it. I yeah, saw you know exactly. It. it was trash. Like, <laughs> like, I'm really mad that people in Hollywood are getting money to make these movies, man. It's like, like, you mean to tell me that they basically took Kong, King Kong to the middle of the earth, to his house that had doors, to his tool shed to get an axe to come back and kill this <laughs> yeah. big lizard. That that was the premise of the movie, right? Yeah. <laughs> it was it was terrible, man. I don't the writing so, was terrible. For anybody that's joining us, uh, we just spoiled that movie. Oh, yeah. um, <laughs> if you haven't watched it by coming. now, you, you, well. I bet you. Didn't I see just that appreciate the like how they how they took <laughs> Godzilla the the reboot back in or the 2014, and that was a fairly I guess serious movie in terms of tone, and then they just like the original Godzilla Godzilla series they turned it into you know Smash Fest 2020 Kong versus Godzilla they're going to the center of the earth with the axe and shit like I can appreciate it going bonkers like let them yeah. I mean, look, it's a, it's supposed to be a monster movie. It's supposed to be fun. Watch it, you know, blow up stuff, beat each other up. It's like they couldn't figure out something to happen in between those fight scenes. <laughs> sure, yeah. The, something uh, that would just keep me there long enough for the next fight scene to come on screen. It's like, it, the, yeah, yeah. The, it was terrible. I mean, the, the story was absolutely ridiculous. Journey to the, you know, center of the earth. That's Brendan Fraser's yeah. best movie. You right. won't get, you won't get any argument from me. Like I, I just have, I have no, uh, I have no, uh, I guess dog in that fight. I guess if that's appropriate to say. Sure. You have no dog um, in that fight. I, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I have horse no in monkey, that race. I have no monkey horse, in that knife fight. Yeah. Horse in that race. Waters. Whatever thing. You know, like I just don't care enough about them, and I also feel like, I feel like it's this weird case of like cultural appropriation every time, like. America tries to like make a better Godzilla movie than Japan. It's like, um, but yeah, you're kind of missing the point. Like, if yeah, you, if you, you know when you do it. So I mean, Godzilla they could peaked always, in 1998. Right, they could always bring Matthew Broderick back. Right? No, <laughs> no. The Godzilla's yes. finest moment. <laughs> bring out oh, no. pregnancy tests for Godzilla again. Well, one thing I did like, 
I like the, how the original Godzillas, like the the Heisai and and the the original like Toho ones, uh, all had something to say, whether it be about like the Cold War or um, right, just just um, nuclear nuclear, nuclear holocaust, yeah, yeah, nuclear fallout or something. Um, the the American ones don't have anything to say except exactly. for we're I mean, American. They tried to make money. it. They try to make it seem like the monsters were like the Earth's immune system. Yeah, like yeah, and, exactly. Yeah. And what Godzilla is that really was saying? There. Like, yeah. Yeah, so like sure, we're yeah. a bunch of germs running around on Earth, and he's trying to eradicate us all. Sure, okay. yeah, yeah. Um, also, like I liked how the flag smashers were actually in the Hollow Earth first because there was a red handprint on the door. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> See, it it all ties into Marvel. It all well, comes this, back. No. This is why no. we 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 rebranded many many weeks ago to the mostly marvel podcast right um, we can shit because, on king kong because yeah that's exactly there was a whole plan was just so that we could do that right uh no the reality is is like you know we're a bunch of nerds and uh nerdy things come out that are superhero related or something right. like that you know or a comic book and we like the freedom to be able to talk about most things it's just uh marvel more than any other is very consistent about delivering something pretty much we can yeah. talk we're, about we're so. finding that out every time a yeah. DC movie comes out. It's just, it's yeah. Do you watch the Snyder Cut, Mikey? I did. did. Twice. Twice. Twice in a good way. I gave, it, I I gave it eight hours of my life. Yeah. Okay. I did the same. I, I did the same. I did. I did too. I did too. I uh, I liked it. It gave the it gave it way more context. I it almost needed four hours. If that makes sense, I mean, <laughs> I like the experiment that it was, right? Right. I liked what yeah. he did. You know, it makes me go back and look at uh, the original. Like, uh, what was he? What was he doing? Like, yeah, he left it, that much stuff on the floor, man. You know, my real hang up with it, and I know it's not fair to it, is that um, my hang up is that I still want to call it a movie, and it has no right being that long to be a movie. But it was it was cut for HBO Max. You know what I mean? So like right. it's it was it was meant to be the way he made it now is meant to be streamed, even though for some reason he did it in that four by three ratio because he's an idiot. Um but <laughs> well, I found, yeah, I found that, why. Was, that was dumb. <laughs> no, I know, too. I know why. It's just dumb. It's still dumb. Yeah. Um yeah, it's just but, I but I, I do appreciate that like if you don't look at it as a traditional movie, if you look at it as an experience that you can go watch on your TV, like whenever you want, you can pause it, you can come back. Um, that it's cool because it is four hours of content. You know what I mean? Right. And it's not, and it is, it is, you know, somewhat better than the original one. Um, I think they both have their merits and they both have their extreme flaws. Right. Um, and I think there's a great movie somewhere in between the two of them. Um, but you know, whatever, it's fine. It's it's it was better than Godzilla. Yeah, <laughs> for <was> sure. <laughs> yeah, I'll agree. I'll, I'll sit to that point. <laughs> yeah, but anyways, I think we have uh, bantered long enough about random non-Marvel stuff. Oh, we're not going to uh, talk about Wonder Woman. Damn, oh, that's no. that's pretty far back. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That was I'm like, let's not talk about good. it. That's I'm good. That let's just spoil pretty... the ending that everyone renounces their wishes. Though I just want to <laughs> spoil. I want to spoil a third movie for people. He's just so. Spoiling all the movies right now. Yeah, let's talk uh, about Knives Out. Ricky, let's no, let's not. Okay, <laughs> no, no. Ricky, let's get to the news. Get to the news.
righty. Um, let's just kick it off with some rumors. We got uh, Christopher Daniel Barnes is rumored to be joining the Into the Spider-Verse sequel. Whatever you want to call it. Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse 2. So <laughs> he is... Why people like this guy? He is who, who the is uh, voice actor that played Spider-Man in the 90s show, right? You didn't oh, know that, Frank? No, I didn't. The bear Spider-Man. Cool. That one's cool. Yeah. No, he's not. But isn't isn't that the first time we see Spider-Verse or that where it Oh came my from? god, no, what? your age is showing and also the fact <laughs> that you can't even like scroll down on Disney Plus is like amazing to me. Like not they have like on, they on have, screen. They right? have shows that are like 30 years older than this show on Disney Plus that you can go watch. That do right Spider-Verse? Now. That's no, not older. Spider-Verse. What are you talking about Spider-Verse? Like they, the Spider Verse concept came from this show. No, it didn't. The Spider Verse concept came from uh, the toy companies talking to Marvel and saying, "You know what would be cool is if we could sell different <laughs> versions of Spider Man." That's where the concept came from, and that's what this did too. Is this just said, "Oh, hey, here, yeah, let's cool. sell, let's sell all these different toys." Yeah. But no, that concept has existed before. They didn't call it the Spider Verse really until uh, until Spider Verse, like twenty fourteen. Really... Yeah, twenty fourteen is when they called it Spider Verse. But the idea of alternate realities and stuff—that's that's, that's mm-hmm. old. That's old comics. You know, that's old hat in comics. It's not that. Don't, that show is not revolionary. If anything, <laughs> that show is revolutionary. That's a pretty cool theme song. That, <laughs> that show is revolutionary. So that show is revolutionary for introducing. Or integrating CG into uh, 2D animation, and that's all. Us all the credit. I'll give it. Other than that, yeah, I hate that cool freaking show it, so it much. It does not hold up. I, I it didn't hold up then, man. Yeah. I was a oh, Spider Man. I was a hardcore Spider Man fan my whole life. I saw that show. I wanted to embrace it with open arms, and I'm just like, what is this asshole doing? He's just constantly talking to himself <laughs> all the time and i'm like that's what he does in it's the books. what he does in the books but it, guess what i get to read it in my voice <laughs> and it's in his head <laughs> it just sounds crappy when this guy has to talk all the time like okay well, what do you like better the the 90s spider-man with the cg city or the the spider-man that came out uh on mtv with nph as yes the, that yes. one better i was okay. about to just what? list it before you even did Oh, I, was about, okay. I was about to say it before you did. Yes, MPH all the way. We got hot takes, ladies and gentlemen. Hot, hot takes, takes on the show and today. MPH is a way better one. Uh, my favorite one that, is yeah. my favorite one is Ultimate Spider-Man. Uh, but that's, that's the Drake Bell Spider-Man. In, yes, in fairness, I have never uh, actually sat down to watch all of uh, Spectacular Spider-Man, hmm. and that's just because the timing was weird, and now like it's really hard to find because Sony owns it, and like. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you can't find yeah. it on Disney Plus and stuff. Yeah. Latin I recording artist Drake Bell. Yeah. What's your so What's I'm, your favorite, Ricky? Probably the Drake Bell one because I was too the the '90s one was too old by the time I came out. So like, this looks like garbage. <laughs> came out. I, I have a special <laughs> place in my heart for Spider Man and his Amazing Friends, though, from the '80s. From the '80s, with okay. with Firestar, right? with Firestar and uh, and Iceman. Uh, Iceman. Yeah. Mikey, what's your Whatever my son watches, dude. At this point, <laughs> okay. Hey, uh, he 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 watches Spider the the movie. He'll watch it, 
And then Ultimate Spider-Man, he'll watch on you know Disney Plus. But that's as far as I have watched Spider-Man. Spider-Man's, that's the one where Donald Glover is Miles, right? Was it? No, no. Donald He's Glover Miles is one. Not- wasn't oh, he sorry. just petitioning oh, to be? Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. Miles. Uh, yeah, he he voices Miles in one of those shows. You you might be right. It, it, that might actually be an ultimate. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. My favorite. Uh, Spi- well, my favorite oh. Spider-Man is uh, um, Batman Beyond. I think that's the one of the best Spider-Man. <laughs> that that is a, actually a great a great a- answer because. I have actually said that to you before, yeah. um, but I was just, I was staying in my lane this time around and, and <laughs> there's a lot to choose from on Disney plus. And so I was, you know, off of what's available there. Yeah. But in all honesty, go to HBO max and watch ba- Batman beyond. Cause it's a way better Spider-Man story than any other cartoon. Really? Yeah. Yep. Let's see. Which yeah. Spider-Man would I like to cosplay? Question from the chat. Ooh. I like the the Spider-Man. What is it? Twenty ninety nine. I dig that suit. Actually, no, I lie. The is it Cosmic Spider-Man, the one with the blue mouth thing? No, he's got the red mouth. The red mouth with the blue costume. Yeah, that's a dope yes. one. It's a white costume, but that's and that's and, white uh, and Clark. Thank you. We we see you talking. Yes, he did confirm it was. It, you were right. It was Donald Glover in, in season three of Ultimate. Uh, once you mm-hmm. once I thought about it, I was like, "Wait, that actually does sound right." I think I remember that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, right. Okay. Sorry, we hijacked that one. Uh, <laughs> I, here I was. Good I was content. Telling, I was telling Mikey before before the show. I was like, "You know, the news. We mostly just say like, oh, that's cool, or that's not cool.'" And then here we are, like, "Ah, oh, dying of fire!" Like, you know. Whatever. Yeah, this is awesome because I'm learning. You guys are yeah. teaching me stuff I've never heard before, so that's cool. I, I am not a fan of Christopher Daniel Barnes, and especially because in the what is it the on Marvel Online uh, video game that came out a few years ago, uh, they cast like they cast uh, Drake Bell as the voice of Spider Man, and every fan ever was wanting to like rage quit on that game because they hated him, and so they they ended up it's making kind of a, a deal. Person. They make no uh, is he? I don't know. I have no idea. Yeah. Can't defend. But uh, they ended up making a special deal for like a, a suit, one suit that they would sell for like 15 bucks. And they got Christopher Daniel Barnes to come in and do the voice. Uh, so it replaces the voice of Drake Bell if you want. And I was just so cranky because like that was one of, one of those examples <laughs> of like the fans winning and getting this thing that they complain about. And now that happens all the time. And now we have Snyder cuts and stuff. So whatever. Yeah. All right. It's a new world. It's starting to open a Pandora's box because you see all these other. We want to recut these movies, like you know, the the Suicide Squad new cut or whatever. They want to make an extended version of the movie. Yeah. Release the Zemo cut when he's dancing on the dance floor. (laughs) I don't hate that idea. How do we not have that meme ready to go? (laughs) I mean, all right. News. Renee Elsie Goldsberry is joining the cast of She Hulk. Um, who is that well, again? I don't know who she is. Is she uh, the voice is, of Spider-Man in? Well, this is her and she's okay. going to be playing a character referred to as Amelia. So I don't know who that is, but I, I was figuring, curious if you guys know who that could be. That's uh, Amelia Earhart. She's the first uh, woman to fly solo across the Atlantic. I thought she was the first woman in space. Yeah, she's the first woman no. in space. No. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. That's uh, Amelia Spaceheart. 
I uh, I can't remember the character Amelia. It's honestly been a, a hot minute since I read She-Hulk. I know I always talk about how much I love it, uh, but when I up. was when I was reading uh, She-Hulk the most, uh, it was mostly just following her, and she didn't have like much of a supporting cast other than her coworkers at the law firm, and their names escaped me completely. So, uh, yeah, I'm sorry, I can't remember. Ah, but Amelia anybody, Hopkins. anybody in the audience? Oh, you got it, you got it, Frank. Yeah, she's so, uh, Mike. Mikey's got a question. Yeah. So, how did the character She Hulk come about? What was her backstory? Uh, Ooh, good Jennifer question. Walters is the uh, cousin. cousin of Bruce Banner, and she ends up in the. I think she actually there's an assassination attempt on her because she's like a lawyer, and so she ends up in a hospital. And uh, you know, Bruce comes because like he's the closest relative around, and. And they, they're like, she needs a blood transfusion or she's going to die. <laughs> and so Bruce goes in the other room and he has like his cool Christopher Daniel Barnes uh, inner monologue for like five minutes and says, oh, I'm conflicted because if I give her my blood, she might become a Hulk. But if I don't, she'll die. And so he's like, yeah, it's better this way. So he gives her his blood. Does she dies. And then, oh, oh. No, she, no. no, she doesn't die. So that's how. But she has uh, quickly learned to control it, and hers kind of manifests differently. So originally, it started by uh, anger triggering it, but shortly, it that didn't last very long, and she kind of learned to control it. So kind of like uh, Bruce does in the uh, in Endgame, right? How he's just always he's just always Hulk by then. Yeah, she she figures out how to be that, and she actually likes being that more than being her normal self. So she actually practices law as a big green woman it's pretty hilarious <laughs> it's a blood transfusion it used to be you know used to be you just have to worry about aids or syphilis now you know turning in <laughs> hulk hulk worry about yeah. gamma. well yeah in fairness back when that story was written there was no such thing as aids so you oh, yeah, didn't have true. to worry about it it's, yeah aids yeah. wasn't oh, a bit until the 80s they didn't oh wait no that was the 1980 right 1980 is her first appearance is it yeah okay, okay so all right, so we're we're gonna con- we're gonna discontinue this talk because it's <laughs> <laughs> probably gonna get weird. Um, okay, uh, uh, but but Sea uh, Cow Soda did want to point out that she's from Hamilton, and yeah, that she plays is Angelica. where I yeah, that's where I recognize. Oh, her. is that who that is? Oh, yeah. Wow. Okay, now mm-hmm. I like her more. Now yeah, I, and I remember. Yeah. N- now I'm interested. But in fairness, I I don't get mad at these casting announcements. I just always say it's probably gonna be awesome because, uh, you know. Uh, very rarely am I disappointed by the casting decision. Wait, didn't of, you get didn't you get mad at the the She Hulk herself casting decision? No, I mean I it's can't. Girl, I'm not say mad. I'm just disappointed. You wanted Allison Brie. No, no yeah, I Allison wanted Brie would have been great. I wanted Allison Brie, but it's not fair. I can't be mad at the person that I don't know much about because I don't watch Orphan Black. So like, it's not that I'm mad. There's probably a good reason they chose her instead of Allison Brie. I just really would have loved it to be Allison Brie. That's all. I'm not gonna like direct any anger at, at Tatiana uh, or whatever. Maslani. Yeah, Maslani. Yeah, she's a great actor. Disney has set the opening date for Marvel's <laughs> Avengers Campus. This June sixth. Oh, spoilers! Avengers Land. Um, it's actually June fifth. Oh, June 4th, double spoilers! Sorry. Oh, triple spoilers! Wait, is it like tiered for different races or something? Oh my, what are we doing? <laughs> what? Sorry, I'm just going where Falcon and the Winter Soldier likes to go. Never nope. mind. My bad. 
<laughs> I don't know. I'm down. I'm kind of bummed. I like Bugs Life Land in uh, California Adventure, but it's yeah. I would take Avengers Land over that any day. You used to. I uh, in a in a pre-COVID world that this would be very exciting to me. Um, I don't know that I have any desire to go to a theme park for the next five years or so. So uh, we'll see. But uh, I'm sure it'll be less crowded by the time. I'm sure I'm sure Ricky will let me know how fun it is on June 5th. I'm only bummed about the Tower Tower of Terror, how how it was replaced, what, like three, four years ago with uh, the Galaxy Guardians Guardians. of the Galaxy thing. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I like the Guardians of the Galaxy thing a lot. I I think it's an upgrade. As a as a fan of old movies and and horror especially, like I was kind of bummed to see Twilight Zone go away. So, that yeah, that's just that's my fair. take. That's my take. You that's you cannot cool. like ninety Spider Man. I cannot like. You know, uh, you know, I've I've never been on Tower of Terror. I had a chance to go once in Florida. Like we got in line mm-hmm. uh, with with I was there with some friends in Florida and uh, got in line and learned my friend is a big scaredy cat of drops and stuff like that. So he didn't, so we wanted to like warm him up to it. Right. So like, we're like, okay, we'll, we'll come back to it later. And so throughout the day, we kept checking in on him to see if he's okay. And then finally, like around, finally, like around like four o'clock or whatever, we head over there to, to go do it. And then we found out like, it was this weird Florida. It wasn't like the main park. Like it wasn't, I, it was like the, because they have a Hollywood Hollywood park. park. Yeah, Yeah, Yeah. 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 And so like around four or something like that, the ride's closed because we found out the park's getting ready to close. And we're like, why is this park closing at four, four o'clock? And it was like, yeah. So, so I How did you train your friend? Did, did you make your friend trust fall on you guys? Uh, well, the cool thing is it's Florida and it's really easy to hide a body. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I like to, I was a fan of the Twilight Zone ride too. But I'll say to, gator. yeah, find a, to find a friendly point. gator in a tree. Like um, the sorry, fact Ricky, that they get the actors. No, I think the fact that they get the voice act or the actors to show up in these roles at Disneyland, I think that's pretty cool. Like that's cool. Was yeah, it Bradley Cooper? Was a rocket? Yeah, Bradley the whole Cooper's cast. Rocket yeah. Oh, the whole cast. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. Oh, you've and, never uh, been on that ride. No, no, I hate it. No, I hate it. Just like the whole. Oh, it's yeah. yeah it's for, the whole cast, including Mantis. Yeah. Mantis. I'm afraid the of drops. I was. I was a friend in that story. Wait, you're it, you're supposed to be dead. To be <laughs> yeah. I cut out. I cut out of the gator. It's fine. Oh no! Sorry, oh, we yeah. were adding drama into the show. Like Ricky, Keep going, sorry Ricky. about that. We, yeah. We were, by the way, I didn't, in- I didn't actually murder anybody in Florida that time. Yeah, allegedly. <laughs> Take me into some Marvel Legends news, Dennis. <laughs> okay, fine. I'll do it. That's actually the safer way to do this. Uh, Mikey, just so you know, last week, uh, Ricky tried to take us on some Marvel Legend news, and he got totally uh, April fooled multiple oh, times. No. Bam, like, so he was, so he was trying boozled. to show us news that wasn't news, and I was like, that's not real. That's, that's, not, that's not real, bro. That's <laughs> it's a human fact check right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. It was a human fact check. It was pretty funny. Um, so okay. uh, just so you guys know, Hasbro had their giant – uh, first ever virtual fan fest uh, today. And with it came like a ton of reveals on all of their different products, you know, like Power Rangers, Star Wars, Fortnite, Transformers, G.I. Joe, and Marvel. And uh, I only cared about the Marvel stuff. And so it was cool because 
they let you like they showed you a bunch of stuff and then pretty much they let you buy all that stuff immediately after they showed <laughs> it to you and then uh yeah it was i'm sure they made a bazillion dollars today off all their products but uh, that is not that oh. is not new that is that is, oh well, i mean so technically this was a f- yes this was official no this was monday they revealed this um this was zemo from falcon and the winter soldier cool figure uh they revealed him on monday on the marvel mondays uh i learned that marvel is actually the ones that reveal these figures once every the first monday of every month um, I thought it was Hasbro, but Hasbro just does it as a follow-up, like share move, basically. So the reason they haven't officially revealed this whole wave is because they're waiting on Marvel to finish doing it. And I think Marvel's trying to like stretch it out all the way until uh Loki's done because they don't want to like spoil anything. So they're just drip feeding one figure every month. So we've seen now we've seen Vision, Scarlet Witch, and and Zemo. Uh, and then uh, on Thursday night, as a warm up to the uh, to the event on Friday, uh, yeah, Blonde Zemo a, right here, Blonde they Zemo. A, a, they teased the premium the, to the premium members uh, a possible two pack. Not sure if it's going to be packed that way for sure, but uh, this is a um, Domino and Cannonball from the 1990s Rob Liefeld. Uh, created X-Force team. I hate Rob Liefeld, but I'm not going to lie, dude. I love those comics. I did. I loved them. I, I loved them back in the cool day. costumes. Um, yeah, they're, they're very 90s. All the pouches in the world you got to have on these characters. Huh. It's important um, to have a thigh pouch. You got to have yeah, thigh pouches all, around, your, all the way around. Where would you keep God. your coordinates if you didn't have a thigh pouch? Yeah, and then uh, these a lot of these uh, pictures I actually supplied Ricky from uh either or maybe no maybe these are from today actually these pictures these are from today. today yeah 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 but they were just this is the normal hasbro team uh dwight in the middle is actually the main uh lead designer of all marvel legends and he's hiding behind uh one of the multiple heads for the Haslab sentinel that will be That's getting shipped out big. to people in cool in uh august yeah it's has, has no one ever seen his true face or <laughs> no they usually his face is usually visible Usually visible. He just thought that was fun, a fun way to start the show. Uh, and then, so yeah, they showed off uh, their a new wave of the uh, retro carded figures. I honestly, the more and more I see these, the more I freaking love them. Uh, I know it, five points of articulation is a weird thing, you know, for a lot of people nowadays. Cause like, this is what we grew up with. I'm assuming Mikey, you grew up with toys like this too, right? Where there was just oh, like, for sure. The action like, figures, man, with yeah. the Kung Fu grip, all that good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> just the, just the legs, the yeah. arms and the neck were all that really moved. Right. And uh, so they decided it would be cool if like they created a line of figures like that. Well, because they, they, they have, saw super seven, make a ton of money. Yeah. Super seven makes like a ton this. of money doing that of everything. And so they have the Marvel license and for fun, <laughs> they even put that little Kenner logo on there because Hasbro mm-hmm. owns Kenner. So mm-hmm. I promise you Kenner's not making anything because they don't really exist as a company right. anymore. Y- yeah. You promise though, if we find out otherwise. Yeah. So um, we just saw, a, why did they we go saw, with his luchador costume? I don't understand. because uh, they're trying to go classic and retro. So they went with a gray hulk and then they're going with a classic vision in, in his classic in his legends logo in the corner. I know, right? I hate that. I hate, <laughs> I hate the logo. I just wish they wouldn't classic. call it that. Yeah. And then uh here's a relook at the Quasar that they announced, I think a month ago. Uh, But this is just seeing him in the box. He's going to be a Walgreens exclusive. 
So any of you that happen to go to Walgreens before me, uh, get it for me. And, and then yep, I'll when you get back. your vaccine, get a Quasar. This is Super and, Zemo and Robo and, Zemo right here. And then here is the new wave that they showed off today. It's actually a full Iron Man themed comic wave. And uh, th- they've shown this Zem- this um, Ultron before. It's <laughs> classic. You, you, got, you got it in my head. You got it in my head, Frank. Oh, uh, fire Zemo. This is classic uh, Ultron with like this is the, the, Jack, the Ultron. I like the, this the Jack Kirby like fire coming out of his out of his mouth. It's pretty cool, right? That's cool. That is cool. Yeah, uh, and then oh, Green Zemo. Oh, Green, I want to know. Yeah, no, Frank, do you know who this is? I don't. Uh, reptile from Mortal Kombat, I believe. <laughs> that was good. That's a good second guess. That's a. Oh wait, no. Is that, is that the guy from He Man that gets killed uh, in the first scene? The lizard guy. Why does he have a song on his face? Oh yeah. These yep. are this is an army yeah, building cool. figure, actually. This is the vault guardsman. Uh, the yeah, vault. I, I believe the uh, vault was like uh another prison besides like the raft. Or is it it's a prison, right? Or is the I'm, vault I'm the, um let's clickety clack? Yeah, but these are this is old, old school. But these are guardsmen. What I love they, about it the most is the pose he was in. Yeah, 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 the, yeah. Oh my he's god, power stands definitely up. ready for action. Yeah. What is First the reaction? Nineteen eighty six. It's it's yeah. like this tiny little prison on a hill. It's got like four um four silos above it. Like it's so weird. I don't I don't yeah. even remember this. Yeah, it's old school. It's old school. And then here they did they did a cool thing. Uh they redecoed uh I think uh, Iron Man Mark forty seven, I think this is. But yeah, they the made Zemo's it into armor. Hologram. But they made him into a hologram. So it's he's actually made of entirely blue translucent plastic. And then they paint like these cool little white decorative lines all over him. I That's think cool. he looks really cool. Like, um, yeah, I like it. Uh, some people are really big into translucent figures. Frank knows who this one is. Blue Zemo. <laughs> <sighs> you know what? At least he's not saying Mephisto as much this he time. He looks like so. Blue Beetle. Oh, I forgot about yeah. that. Let's. Uh... Yeah, this is. Yeah, like... that's his stealth armor, right? Yeah, it's the stealth armor. It's the blue on top of blue with a little bit of red in there. Uh, it's yep, a nice way to. Oh, what? It's oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Uh, a classic 1980s, 1980s porn star mustache on Tony Stark. Oh, I think that it looks, would be I think so it looks proud. Great. Yeah. I wanted I to make it. a Zemo joke. That looks so good. Let's see. Let's see, this is how this toy line gets you. There's always something that's no. just like, damn, that was amazing. Who's oh, this, Zemo. Frank? It oh, I hope like I hope res- you had a better rescue. picture than this. See, I, or is that Riri another? Williams? There, there yeah. it is. Yeah. yeah, it's Riri, aka Ironheart. She's like the new. Is this the rep- first Ironheart figure? It is the first Ironheart action figure. That's cool, huh? That's Soon sick. to be a Disney Plus show. It will be a Disney Plus show too. Frank, who's this? Uh. Blonde Zemo. No, no, no. That's uh. It looks like Med- oh, Crystal. Crystal. Is it Crystal? No, it's Medusa. Dark Star. Dark Star. God. Yeah, this from the, the you know the you know the uh those Russian uh that Russian group that Red Guardian is part of. Mm, okay. No, you I remember? Really I don't. I don't. Uh, I forget what is it. What is it like the? It's not the Red Guard. I forget what they're called. Um, look it up. Dark Star and and then. There's another member who is the Build-A-Figure, who is, I should point out, is not just a Build-A-Figure, but it is also a Build-A-Bear. Uh, <laughs> I thought my Zemo night. jokes were bad. I'll be here all night, guys. All night. Uh, it's Ursa Major. 
I think this is freaking cool just because like this is why I never stopped buying this line because they let me build figures as ridiculous as this grizzly bear man person. It's so good. It's so crazy. All right. So it's uh, uh Soviet super soldiers is the team. Yeah. Um, but there's also a, uh, a group called the winter guard. It's yeah, which is yeah, probably yeah. what you're referencing. That's what I was thinking uh, of. Yeah. So but Soviet super soldiers ha- has the bear. Yeah. This is nineties yeah. AF. Mike, do you recognize this one? I do. Yeah. That's very nineties for sure. With the, yeah. the almost a Superman logo kind of thing on his chest. Uh, it's actually specific to a video game. Do you remember which video game? <laughs> I do not. I'm going to take this- you for a ride. <laughs> it's Marvel versus Capcom. Iron Man. Uh, he needs the cannon. Got yeah, it. Yeah. Right. Well, we don't know. We don't know that he's not going to have the cannon. We just. That's fair. Just, yeah. No. This, this, this figure is amazing. It, looking. The video game. They, you know, the big Capcom a Marvel versus Capcom video game. Yeah, they used to have it in Japan, and yeah. you would go in there and get destroyed by these little eight-year-old kids in that game. Yeah, they would kick you off quickly. I love it. I love it. But let's let's move on, uh, Ricky. We've been hanging out with this uh, with this okay. for a long time. All these things, and then I think this is one of the last ones to show off. Uh, they're going to be. We talked about this before. They're doing an Infinity Saga wave of figures uh we don't know how many figures but this is the first one they showed off it's bro thor in his full-on battle armor i think he looks great uh they apologize you know they were saying like back in the you know when the movie came out like um disney and marvel were being very secretive about a lot of the the concept art for that movie because they didn't want to spoil a lot of the moments and so they never got to see that until the movie came out so they couldn't have put out that product in time um and so this is their do-over to give us the thor that we all deserve um i love him i think he looks great and that's the news that was a lot of news and i felt all like right. i talked a lot that was, I a lot like I talked a lot. That was. i love that dorian appreciated all of it he was on the awesome. side looking at all the toys yeah calling glad, them all out i'm glad i, I could do that for somebody i don't know how much you appreciate having to spend all that money on getting those toys yeah, <laughs> you know what? I, I don't even worry about dollar amounts, man. It's, it's man. for both of us, honestly. Would you mind adopting a forty-year-old with the red Come shirt? On, and uh, why not? <laughs> cool. All right, I gotta go, guys. My, my dad's calling me. <laughs> <laughs> nice. All right, before we get into uh, the the Falcon and Winter Soldier, I wanted to give us a chance to just get like some conversation going, so it's not just me nerding out talking about toys forever. Uh, so we came up. I came up with a question of the week. And uh, this was kind of related to, I mean, my week of like one, we talked about Dwight Stahl. He had this, his head hidden behind the, uh, that master mold. And uh, they did a cool thing in that panel where they actually bought, brought out Taboo from Black Eyed Peas. And he was praising him because Taboo is a giant collector of toys. And he was telling Dwight Stahl how he's like this amazing icon in the toy collecting community because he's responsible for creating all these amazing figures that are super detailed and encouraging people to bring out the the inner child in themselves. And that, and, you know, Taboo was saying how that's why he creates all the things he creates because he never let go of that kid inside of him. And, and so it got me thinking, uh, you know, it is really cool how like everybody has their own little, little fandom pocket universes or bubbles or whatever. And we have our own niche things that we love and not, we don't necessarily, uh, we recognize people that 
don't necessarily get recognized out there on the streets or, you know, if people were still walking around on the streets. Um, so pop up that question for me, Ricky, because it would be easier for me. Um, so, yeah, my question to you guys, just to get to know you guys better, is like, who is someone you consider a pop culture celebrity, even though they fly under most people's radars? So, you know, like I was saying, I think Dwight Stahl is amazing. And I, I love seeing him at Comic Cons all the time. And I love I love seeing him talk about new figures because he's got such enthusiasm. And and uh, I promise you, people don't like pick him out on the street and ask him for like autographs or whatever and stuff like that. You know, like you promised. <laughs> yeah. promised yeah. nobody I mean, better do that in front of me you know what you ain't gonna do shit if, if you, i break my promise so just shut up i got my shut dad up, here <laughs> all right so frank's dad why don't you go first uh thank you <laughs> like i said i was telling you earlier i i really had to think about this when you kind of stumped me because that's it, hard you know i really think about what works for me and you know, me loving filmmaking as much as I do, I would have to say, and it might be cheap, but Akira Kurosawa, a lot of people don't know who that is outside of filmmaking and how his influence has trickled down over, you know, all, you know, your favorite directors, what they do most recently has popped up in Mandalorian, the, the episode of Ahsoka in it, the same composition, Kurosawa used way back in the day is still yeah. getting used today for you know a lot of action movies. You know, a lot which, of people. Which don't movie know. do you think? Which movie do you think was being referenced specifically? Do you think it was The Hidden Fortress or Yojimbo or what? What? Which one? I've seen a lot of Yojimbo in there. There's a couple of Yojimbo yeah. shots in there for sure. That's why, that's why I brought it up. Right. I, I, um, yeah. I, yeah. I actually I took a class uh, learning all about uh, Kurosawa and stuff. Like yeah. That. And, you know, this that that the the lone uh, samurai or the gunslinger, because, you know, most a lot of his movies got turned into, you know, spaghetti westerns and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. That whole isolated person out in the middle is just me, mano a mano. Those those, you know, I love those shots that pop up in these movies. You know, Spielberg has said, you know, that's his favorite director. You know, you know, just the, the influence of all your your favorite director. That's their favorite director. So that'll, that, that'll be my guy. That's a pretty good one. I like that. Cause I honestly would say like, even though I love uh, the things he's created, I could not pick him out of a, a lineup. Right. <laughs> and you know, a lot of people don't know that's where, you know, a lot of people are referencing him. You know, and the rap, but you don't know it's him. Yeah, it's true. Right. That's true. Yeah. I, when I was watching, I was like, I know this, I know the, uh, it's Kurosawa. They're doing Kurosawa. So yeah. That's a good one. I like that, Frank. What's up? What's up with you? What do you got? Oh, you know, uh, to, to to Mikey's point, I, I, I was uh, I was uh, I was hoping you guys would bring up Ghost of Tsushima since uh, they have specifically a mode called Kurosawa mode. That's yeah, yeah that's 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 it's really looks really cool. That's I can't the play only... the whole video game in that mode, but it looks really sure. Cool. Yeah. The only that's the only mode I've ever played so far. Really. Yeah, I'm not, I as soon as I started playing that game, I just saw the option and I turned it into that. I, I just feel that game is way too beautiful not for it not to be in color. <laughs> it messes with my head because every now and then I play in black and white for like a while. And then just to see, I quickly pause, switch out of it, look at it, and I'm like, eh, I don't like it. And I know it's super colorful and bright and everything, but right. like I got so used to the black and white and 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 the Japanese and everything. Like it's just it's beautiful and it really does feel like a Kurosawa film. Right. Um, so I just leave it that way. Yeah. 
in fairness, I didn't finish it though, because um, I will say it is hard to follow an action game while reading subtitles all the time. That's <laughs> <laughs> fair. That's fair. Yeah. Well, uh, but Frank, what was your, uh, what was your example? You know, um, like I, I don't have any one person who's an example, but um, a lot, a lot of uh, characters or a lot of like character actors or stuntmen that have played like uh, people like Michael Myers or, or Jason throughout the years. Like I like a lot of those people, and I, and those are people like I readily readily recognize. Like Kane Hodder specifically uh, played yeah. Jason from Seven to X. Um, he also plays uh, and Victor also, Crowley in yeah. the Hatchet movies. Yeah, uh, and I could re- I recognize that guy like. Uh, 100% of the time. Um, and he plays Mick, Victor Crowley's dad too, right? And he plays Victor Crowley's dad. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Um, uh, Dick Warlock who played Michael Myers in the second um, Halloween movie. He was like shortest Michael Myers, but of course they made him look, look like he was tall. Um, and that guy also played, uh, he played one of the robot men, Android things in Halloween three season of the witch, which is a pretty underrated Halloween movie, <laughs> yeah. but, but people like that, like George P. Wilbur, um, uh nick castle tyler main like a bunch of people like that kind of go like unsung heroes tyler um, main Sabretooth in x-men right yeah yeah he's Sabretooth in x-men but he's mm-hmm. he was also in uh the newest halloween yeah i like clark's uh, answer even even if it's i feel like it's still on the edge of of being too recognizable uh kevin feige if for no other reason than he wrestled marvel pictures away from Ike <laughs> to really let mcu expand we all live in the MCU, but really no producer has been able to put so many ideas together. And that guy, honestly, he got his start on like X-Men as like an yeah. AP. He like, was the one that gonna... made Wolverine do the the silly Wolverine hair. The like, hair, he's the, yeah. He was the one that did yeah. that, yeah. Yeah, that's a good I one. I a selfie um, with Feige at Comic-Con. Yeah, see, Not that's the, the thing. I've I, I seen Feige. He gets approached for, for, for pictures quite often. Uh, but I, yeah, but I, I, there was a time where I think Feige would have been a good answer to this question. But I think, yeah. I think nowadays it's, it's pretty hard to, to not spot that guy uh, from a mile away. Yeah. Especially cause that hat. Yeah. Always that hat. <laughs> yeah. Always be uh, Ricky. Ricky. He's too big. Clark, you got to come up with another one. He's too yeah. big. Um, yes. There's the, uh, one of the entertainment editors that I've, I've seen, seen him outside of comic-con Clark. He still gets approached. Check me. <laughs> yeah. The uh, entertainment editor at IGN, his name is uh, Jim Vivita. I've listened to his podcast about movies ever since I was a kid because it was just something to listen to. And I always just enjoyed his take and what he thought of films and, you know, his his critiques. And uh, it was actually kind of funny. One year at Comic-Con, Dennis got me into a IGN party and uh, he was there. And I have like insane social anxiety, but I finally like, you know, went up to him and said, you know, Hey, I'm a huge fan. Uh, I really enjoyed your work. And it's, it's, it's a trip to, you know, listen to you for all these past years and, you know, just to say hi and say thank you. And you're mm-hmm. like totally the nicest dude, you know, really uh, generous. And we talked for a bit about movies and whatnot, but it was, it was just weird having, hearing a person for so long in your ear to finally get to meet him and just say thank you you know it was just a really a uh, really cool little experience yeah yeah that's cool yeah celebrity is a weird thing because it's just what we make of it right like it's it's, mm-hmm. it's you're you're famous because we decide that and you're not famous because we decide that too 
Um, all right. I think I've uh, held us back long enough from the thing that everybody wants to talk about. And I think the thing that hopefully people are tuned in to listen to us talk about. Uh, let's do it, Ricky. Man, Ricky's on fire with these buttons today. He's pushing I'm a button. It. He's got it. He's got them all. He's got them all queued up. Fiber internet. Well, <laughs> yeah. it's time that we put that spotlight on Falcon and the Winter Soldier episode four. At this point, fair warning. I mean, you guys got to hang out with us long enough. Uh, it's it's forty eight minutes deep, and uh, Clark, you can stop giving us examples. Uh, it's time to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's time to talk about Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Uh, fair warning, there will be spoilers. So thanks for everybody who hung out and, and hasn't watched the episode, but you should probably go do that right now. Uh, and yes. then come back and, and, and then come back and, and, and join us on the rewatch or whatever. Uh, but yeah, since uh, let's just really get into the uh, episode. It was titled The Whole World is Watching. And I think that was a really cool title for the episode because it really uh, hit the nail on the head at the end. Uh, I like to call this the episode where John Walker effed up big time. <laughs> he was basically like like Kramer at the comedy club, right? Oh, yes, for sure. <laughs> he, he that was that level it. of f up. Uh, and then he's like looking around at the cloud, like what, 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 like what I yeah. do, yeah. But. Uh, Mikey, what did you think of this one? What was your favorite stuff about this episode? What'd you like? Oh, uh, look at look at Lindsay really quick. She's got some she's got some hot takes once again. <laughs> John Walker sucks. I would have to agree with that. Um, I got to tell you, man, I knew something's been off with this guy since day one. And th- from the first episode when he popped out, I was like, I recognize that chin. I, I hadn't been with you guys in the first three episodes. <laughs> so I was like, I, I recognize that chin. Who is this dude? And then, like, you know, by a second, okay, that's that's Russell and Goldie's kid. Okay, got it. <laughs> but he man, looks like him too, man. That's he crazy. looks just like him, but man, what a douchebag. <laughs> I mean, just from the start, I mean, you can tell that there's he something was wrong with the guy. And it was funny because later on in the episode, they even said it, man, there's something wrong with that dude. I think I think you're you're missing. I, I'm sorry to interrupt, but I think you're yeah. missing a really important adjective. What an entitled douche douchebag for sure. And <laughs> you know, it, it, the the part that really struck with me, man, is when once he got the the super serum, and it went into mode about like almost like the athlete that realized that he is not up to par and he has to go chemically to get. Up to speed with everybody else. Juicing. How yeah. but how butt hurt was he when he got oh, by yeah. Dora Malaje? Well, first of all, <laughs> he didn't know. Wakanda's nothing to be him. fucked with. All he right, come know, on, man. He didn't, he didn't know. know. He he got put in his place real quick when they showed up, mm. and he realized that he is just a regular dude. You know, like uh, in the first three episodes, we were like, okay, this guy is like getting past with just his regular human, you know, strengths. And he well, was they, still they doing did a say lot. He was, they did say he was peak physical human, right? Like in the, yeah, the first, come on. The first, yeah. No, no, Up no. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Like he's he's like, uh, you know, they said MIT was studying his body or something, right? Like that. So, <laughs> oh so he's the best he could be, but that that ain't enough. You know what I mean? Right. So I have this no, insult you're... when when I used to get into a fight. Uh, 
I'd be like, I'm going to beat your ass open handed. And like, cause I figure like that's, that's the most demeaning thing you could do to a person. Right. And, uh, like he, he gets his ass beat open handed by them. Like, Oh yeah. They slapped him. They, they, they him good. They, he got some Ike Turner. He, they he <laughs> slapped up big, big time. Have some and cake. He got really humbled. So I know, I know I was, I, I was asking you guys this earlier today, but, um, have any of you guys watched Veep? The show I, Veep? I know the uh, show. I haven't watched it. Oh man. It's lost on, on you guys, but, uh, there's a character on Veep named Jonah, and he's like designed to be hated. He is like the worst, most annoying, most inappropriate douchebag ever. And uh, my neighbor, when he first saw John Walker, he's like, that guy is totally Jonah from Veep. And I was like, nah, he's not. Like, But that was me still wanting to defend John Walker because I know who he is in the comics and I know who he can be. Uh, but I was watching this episode today and I was like, this is totally him, even especially when he goes up to to a, a, Io and he's like, "Hi, I'm Captain America," and he's like, he's like he points pointing at the, himself. He points, he points at himself. People. Yeah, like yeah, he's right. like pointing at himself. I'm like, oh, just get out of here, get out. Well, he's pointing to the A, just in case yeah. he couldn't read. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Make totally sure. entitled. I mean, he's showing up and barking orders at basically Bucky, yeah, yeah. yeah. Avenger vets. It's like you, who are, who is this guy? You just got to this fight. It yeah. cracks me up because Sam gave him a verbal op- open-handed ass beating when he's all like, "Oh yeah, the only thing you're running in here is your <laughs> mouth." <laughs> your mouth. <laughs> I was dying. That's such a good. That was, line. Good. That was good. That was good. Um, what? But so, see, uh, Soda asked a really good question. And I think this was for Mikey. Uh, when was the first moment that you realized John Walker is literally the worst? <laughs> she goes in on him all the time. Uh Honestly, it was what episode it was episode one when he they trotted him out in front of like the crowd, his hometown crowd. <laughs> oh, two. That's the second, two. second second episode, second episode, yeah. the first. Right, the first right, and they're doing like the the interview, and it's just like, oh god, he is everything we hate about this shit. He is such <laughs> a dirt bag. Not even a dirt bag. He's just like you said. He's really full of himself. Three Congressional Medal of Honors? Come on, man. I mean, who wouldn't be full of himself at that point? But for him to think he was going to step in that role of Captain America and just, like, and just embody who he's supposed right? to be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's just to think he was going to – I would have never – there's no way I would have ever stepped into that costume. Like, that's something that should have been retired. And, like, the whole argument that Sam – and uh Bucky are having about giving the shield away. They should have they should have left it where it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. And I think he he's just doomed to fail. Mikey is so passionate, he's getting violent with his equipment. Oh, yeah, it's on. like <laughs> I'm gonna punch yeah. this. Ah. Like now I just want to punch him in the face too. Yeah. Well, uh I can't tell because I you asked you what you liked. I can't tell. I asked you what you liked about the episode, and I think we just went way into John yeah, Walker. Sorry. Yeah, that's now that's okay. You can that, like that can him. be what we I, like. We like I actually, him. I actually loved him in this episode because he was so easy to hate. Right? Like he was just, right. just at he, every step. He's like, he just, oh, you're so sucky. He you're slid so into bad. his role that the actor's the doing his job well. Be. Yeah, like, I love Riot so perfectly in this role. I think he's so good. He's perfect. Yeah. I actually cool. liked all the villains in this episode. I, I like in in the yep. story that we have. Uh, minus, you know, Power Broker, which you know we still don't know who that is. Right. May or may not be Sharon. Maybe working with Sharon. Who oh, knows? 
they said uh, Zemo said something. Uh, the real Zemo this time. He said something about uh, he knew the person before, or he knew him before. Um, yeah. Uh, before he was There's... before the whole Winter Soldier thing. Yeah. Okay. Might, I'm pretty sure he says that. that. Yeah. I, I might have missed that one, but um, but in any case, uh, I really liked John Walker. I liked uh, I liked Zemo a lot because. I think while John Walker is playing that character that's so easy to hate, I think uh, you've got Carly Morgenthau playing that character that's actually really complicated. And like, there's times where she fe- feels very human, and then there's other times where she's literally threatening Sam's family back at home. Right. And you're like, dude, you're super evil. Don't do that. That's not cool. But then you know, like, it's it's still a very complex thing because she's like, she's like on the fence, right? Like, Sam can almost relate to her. But then, like, aside from these two, then you have freaking Zemo, who's just a god on that on that screen, man. He's just he's amazing. Like, and he's so over the top. For sure, he's so over the top. And like uh, a friend of mine, uh, Travis, who we're gonna have on the show in in a in a week or two, uh, he actually pointed out like Zemo is Gollum like to watch in that like you know remember Gollum from Lord of the Rings? Like he was just you just wanted to see Gollum all the time. You wanted to see him, even though you knew that Gollum was not going to do anything nice for Sam and and and, and uh, Frodo. You just con- you constantly wanted him on the screen because it was too fun. And so, like Zemo serving people, you know, uh, Turkish uh, delight, Turkish delight, and tea, and making the meals, and, stuff, and you're like, "What are you doing? Why do you trust this guy so wholly? You should not. You just reprimanded him for killing a man." And you're still letting him walk around freely and make make food for you, like, oh man, I just I'm so amazed at how often everyone underestimates Zemo on that show. Is this a picture of the Black Eyed Peas? Or is this? (laughs) Where's Fergie at? She's not in this picture. I didn't didn't notice until now that Zemo's the only one they didn't change this past week. (laughs) Like (laughs) change clothes. clothes. Well, Walker Walker didn't. Well, no, he did change in the middle of the show. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, he got out of those clothes later. Uh, and then Clark was just pointing out, which is something I was kind of leading into, which is, you know, I know, I know Frank sometimes thinks this is an oversimplification, but I think, uh, you know, the, there's something to be said about the, the, a hero's journey being measured by the villains that he faces. Right. And I think, um, if this is Sam and Bucky's journey, man, they have some of the best villains right now. It, it's so, it's so fun to just hate all of them for different reasons. Yeah. It's really yeah. cool. Yeah, um, they really, uh, they really sold Turkish delights for me. Like Zemo when he was singing <laughs> to those damn kids. You mean I was the like, Chronicles of Narnia didn't sell that to you? Yeah, yeah. My my, my wife was screaming, "Crossover! Oh my god, crossover! Mr. Tumnus is going to show up, crossover!" And I'm like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa!" I whoa. mean, Zemo was straight pedo vibes when he was singing, singing that song. So he's yeah, so, so weird so, in, so in his own up. little weird world, man. Yeah, totally. And I was all like, what's he going to do to these kids? He's going to murder all these kids. What's going to happen? But he's almost he's almost like the smartest person in the room in every also, scene that he's. No, he's he totally he almost 100 percent almost is. he almost is. But I really like when Sam puts him in check a couple times yes. like that. Was, the, oh, man. The, their conversations are amazing. Real. They, they, there's a lot. There's has lots of found his stride in this show. Mm-hmm. He is fantastic. That scene yeah. with him inside show Bob was amazing. He still he still calls Carly Morgan Thousand Show Bob. Sorry, Caraton. Sorry. Yeah, he is killing it. The the just the buddy stuff between him and 
Yeah. You know, it that's a, it's a such a great chemistry they have. And yeah, he's it's, hilarious. It's a funny show because like, you know, every week we come on here and say like, what did you like? And for this show, it's always like the characters. We like the characters because it's yeah. a character show. It's not trying to like it's not trying to make us guess who's who's the mastermind or who's who's responsible for this or where's Mephisto and stuff like that. It's just a story with these awesome characters and right. we just love seeing them and exactly yeah. That chemistry sells every episode, even when they're bad, even when like they make bad, like we didn't, we weren't a big fans of last week's episode just because people were making dumb decisions left and right and stuff. But, but well, we got to see Sam uses quote unquote superpower, his counseling yeah. skills in a really <laughs> neat scene with Carl. I mean, but they've established yeah. like, that's one of the things that he's really good at. Right. And we got to, we got yeah. to see it. And mm-hmm. that scene was really well acted just with him showing genuine empathy for her position and her her um yeah. her stance. It's going to be like, weird when the power broker is revealed as Mephisto. Like I think that's going <laughs> to that's going to be where the 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 show kind of takes a turn. Um, Don't take him seriously, Mikey. He's he's, <laughs> he's playing with us. But uh when when he was talking to those kids, he was like building up his network. Like he was he was like he had a plan. Oh, oh you're talking Zemo. about Zemo. You're I'm going back Zemo. to Zemo's. Yeah, sorry. I'm going back to Zemo. Uh when he was talking to the kids, he was kind of building his network and that that was really interesting. But um it, it kind of parallels uh, Sam and Bucky's kind of like um, building up their networks with uh, yeah. like uh, Sam, Sam, obviously, or it was implied that Sam called um, uh, John Walker and Battlestar, right? Battlestar Galactica, because he's all, hold on, hold on, let me call a guy. And then he's all like, hey, you're over here. He literally called him, you know? Right. Um, so it's kind of cool that they all have their kind of go-tos. Um, Zemo has some weird go-tos, but that, that's fine. He's Zemo. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Ricky, what was something you liked about this episode? Oh man, what what did I like about this episode? Um, Turkish delights. <laughs> Turkish, you're not helping. You got, me hung up. You, got me, you got me hung up right now. All right, we're um, moving back to Mikey. What was something you didn't like? We'll get back to Ricky in a minute. That I didn't like. Yeah. And it's not I'm allowed sure. to be more John Walker. Yeah. You know, uh, Battlestar, he's almost just a throwaway character at this point. I mean, I know. I know, I know. They really did. Like, I didn't know anything about him before this series. And and like I said, hopefully everybody's seen it by the time. But just that quick, he got relegated to nothing, you know? So, yeah, I want to say I want to say, like, I think us being disappointed in the way he went out. Is kind of the intended effect, though. Do you know what I, I mean? I was just disappointed in that character altogether. It just never. It, it, he just was really a yes man. Well, Captain no, America. He, he, I don't he know if he questioned him. He questioned yeah, him all the time. He did. He actually put that guy in check a lot. His, and his I, roots. And I know? think that I think the implication of him dying is like very bad because, like, yeah. if he now, was his moral center. Ooh. I feel like that was the biggest part he played right up yeah. at that point once he died so that's going to flip a switch in that guy in that character yeah do you guys it did. Like, you could argue yeah, that it did it, it, yeah it, it, that was the result and i was like as soon as he did that i was like oh somebody's about to die yeah carrot top and her like crew how, were like oh god and then they ran yeah. off yeah do you like how yeah. the mcu interpreted battlestar because he's a bad guy historically right no well yeah kind of in that he's kind of shady like he he arranges mm-hmm. for uh, John Walker to get into fights that he knows John Walker can win. 
So yeah. he sets him up to look like a hero. And it, 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 but it could have been implied that that occurred uh, when they were talking about what what happened in the war. Um, I, I got and, that implication. Yeah. He's all like, "What you? Hey, he's all like, hey, you you won these three congressional medals of honor." Like I got I got kind of a hint that maybe uh, Battlestar set that up without John Walker knowing to make him kind of like feel better about himself, you know, to actually win that. I don't I think know, they I, kept I, him in place just to be his biggest cheerleader, just to get him to do stuff. That's that's what I feel like. I, I get that implication, but he's dead now, so I guess it doesn't matter. Like I, I'm, I'm almost surprised they didn't um, talk about the race thing. Like, all right, we have a new Captain America. We got to find the black dude to be a sidekick. You know. Well, there's uh, a lot. Well, they there's a lot of racial stuff in the first couple. Like from the the, the Captain America from Vietnam was the the mm-hmm. older black guy. Korean War actually. Oh Korean yeah. War. I, yeah. Isaiah, 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 that was something I didn't know anything about, but it was like the the scene out in the street afterwards when the cop showed up. That was a whole thing, too, because they actually wasn't coming for, you know, Anthony Mack. They were coming for uh, Bucky. Bucky. Mm -hmm. Well, it was cool because uh, they they had a warrant out for Bucky. That's what it was. No, 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 it was. They pulled over uh, or they pulled pulled up because they were having a visible argument. Right. And then they ran. They ran a check on both. They wound up taking the white guy. Yeah, 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 exactly. Um, By the way, we have a new we have a new person uh, who's who's uh, uh, joining our chat. uh, Kamlesh Agaral. And they're saying they saw something peculiar, a yellow color in the eye of Hoskins as he's dying, I think, or as he's getting free from the Flag Smashers. And he wants us to review it. Obviously, we're not going to review it right now because we're not going to do that on the show because of copyright reasons. But uh, <laughs> we, we would like to check that out at some point and see. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm, curi- I'm curious what you actually think that means, what, what it's suggesting. Do you think that he's alive? Uh, yeah, because I, I did think I mean, it was weird possible. when they, they showed his body again. It, they cut, they cut to back it. to him. Yeah, yeah, which yeah. they don't they don't normally do, like nope. unless they're they alive or something. Yeah, I did get the impression that maybe there's something going on, but like, because like you know, I we were talking earlier about how like that death was really kind of lame, but but then you were saying, well, maybe it's just because I watch a lot of violent stuff, and so I'm not used to like tame you know Disney violence. Um, oh, no, you think I he's think a scroll? Kamlesh is saying he thinks he's a scroll. Well, Ooh, okay. that's a cool theory. And if it's true, we broke it first, guys. No, actually, we Kamlesh, broke it first. You heard it Kamlesh here. Kamlesh broke it first. But okay, so uh, what is a scroll? Uh, scroll are the aliens that we've seen in um, in Captain, Captain Marvel. Marvel and Spider Man gotcha. Far From Home gotcha. and WandaVision and WandaVision. Right. Gotcha. Yeah, WandaVision at the end. Yep. Yeah. She was the one that was yeah. telling um, the shapeshifters. She, she yeah. was telling Monica that there's a raccoons up in the attic that want to meet Monica. <laughs> <laughs> or it, was it raccoons or was it squirrels? I don't yes, know. it was all of those things. It was one of those. But things. thank you for joining us. And like, yeah, we'll uh, we'll like to check that out and just uh, stick around and keep asking us questions and stuff. But I, um, I liked I liked how they yeah. looped back to Sam's home or, or home life with bringing his sister in with that kind of uh, yeah. Well, I was oh, saying I was that terrorist call. I was I was praising them uh, last week for uh, for still men- referencing that. So yeah, it, it seemed you know we mentioned last week that hey, it looks like they're actually going to keep this Sam stuff going on, and that's cool. You know, like I appreciate uh, like the stuff in his life. But yeah, Carly made it awkward, man. Like, and by the <laughs> way, Carly knew about his family before Sam even mentioned it to her. She so sure did. My question is like. Because she's like these, I'm a t- I'm fighting the people that are trying to take your family's 
uh, land. And I was like, uh, how does she know that? Like, um, you know, Wikipedia. I guess. Like, is that is that uh, something? I mean, yeah, it's done? not like public knowledge that you're about to lose your home or your, you know, your. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like that was very specific, and uh, I was just weirded out by that. But uh, yes, Carly's got resources, man. And I'm not. I'm not saying that it wasn't shown in the show that she does have. She doesn't have resources. I'm just like, that was surprising. Um, anyways, uh, what is another thing um, that you that, that stood out to you, Mikey? Um, I mean, to me, the, the burned in my mind is that last shot, man. I mean, with the shield and the blood, the low angle shot of him. I mean, that just that just said it all, man. That just uh, yep, there it is. <laughs> you know, it's I, like, how do we get to this? We were we were talking in the, in the chat about this, and I felt like John's reaction to Hosker Battlestar dying. I I can on some level understand why he followed him and you know attacked that guy the the guy, but you just kind of know deep down that seeing blood on that shield is just inherently wrong. Right. Like that's that's the line right there. <laughs> it's uh, super I, serum uh, uh, roid rage. You, you guys are assuming it's blood. It's actually part of <laughs> Mephisto. No, and uh, or actually no, it was a jar of uh, a jam, cherry jam that that guy was going to take home. <laughs> and Walker. then Walker just Walker broke it. Takes his beat. Yeah, he just messed it all up. This is what up. we do this for right here, is so that Frank can, <laughs> so that Frank can do that. I'm actually looking up Turkish delights on my other screen right now because I'm gonna I'm gonna look for some to order. To All be right. fair, I thought Turkish delight was something else. So, so I did I did look it up, Kamlish. You're not wrong. Uh, there is a weird uh, thing that that uh, his eye does at that forty three thirty nine mark. Um. So who knows? Yeah, who knows? Okay. okay. Maybe maybe there's cool. something there. Yeah. So I might go too soon. The thing that or, stuck out to me the most of this show was uh, how did Walker know how to use that serum? Like, it's in this weird, like... Oh, man, I was totally or, thinking that earlier. A, I was like, for rectal like, use only. I, yeah, yeah, that's, that's, that's exactly where I would put it. I don't know if you that's... Guys, that's like, like, is it like some guys, kind of deployable needle? Is he just about to inject yeah. himself right now, or... You guys you guys stealing my jokes here. Yeah, like, <laughs> is it a big... Is it I like mean, a pill that you got to swallow uh, after a meal? suppository. I actually, I actually <laughs> did look... Yeah, that was one of mine, too. Damn it. It's not the supervisor. That would no, be the first uh, place I would put it. I, I did see, see a little cap on it with a little needle on it. So I, I did see that on there. So there's a little tiny cap, like a little, yeah, little Chris Evans, little, little baby cap. Yeah. Right. Cool. I mean, is it, are they not needing that large charge of power anymore to activate everything? Or was no, like, remember uh, the doctor in the last episode said that he, re, he refined it and made it more. <laughs> they wrote more, that part. Yeah, I missed that. He, he made it more chill. Right. So now <laughs> right. It, it, it doesn't create jacked up bodies. It makes so it's, it, it, so it leaves people looking the same as they did before. Comes in a topical like, cream now. Yeah, yeah, okay. blend. I think it's still rectal, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's um, definitely still rectal. Yeah. No. Um. Yeah, I, I did have that question, I, I, but I, I was like, eh, whatever. How many of you thought that for a brief second, when Zemo picked up that vial, that he was going to show us how it works? Never. Ne- yeah. Never even crossed my mind. I knew he was going to just smash them all. And I'm like, yes. Yeah. What about you I guys? Mean, I thought he might have took one, but I didn't. I didn't get the in, in the hint that he might have like 
that he wasn't uh, he was going to take it right then and there. Like, yeah, right. That seemed like a stretch. I, I didn't expect I, him to stomp on him either, like that. I do. I do appreciate that he's a man of of, of principles and, and convictions to his principles. Because man, he just started smashing everything, and yeah, it was pretty. I liked it was his pretty little uh, supremacy speech or supremacist speech that he gave to Sam. Like it was cool, but I like Sam's. Uh, you know, like when he threw it back in his face later about how like how Zemo is saying that super soldiers can't exist, and he's like, that's what that's how gods talk, you know, and so. Yep. Uh, it was, it was, and it made Zemo think for a second, you know, like, yeah. and, and Sam also threw it back in his face later when, uh, you know, he's like, okay, if all super soldiers got to die, what about Bucky? And I don't know, they, like Zemo, they let that hang. He said, what about Captain America? And then he's all like, eh, he's cool. He's chill. <laughs> well, he, he did. He asked about Steve earlier, but in a different conversation, but yeah, yeah. when he was like, so you got to kill them all. What about Bucky? And he's like. He, he didn't. He, he winked at me. He looked right at me in the camera. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, gotcha. Yeah, I got this, Frank. Yeah. No, I. Episode, I, I, episode six, son. Me and Mephisto teaming up. Yes. Oh my god. You don't know how hard it is for me to cut out all the Mephistos out of our show. <laughs> <laughs> so hard. Let so it hard ride. He, yeah, he's one hard. of our sponsors. Let actually. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, what do you guys? I got a question for uh, this one's more for Frank because I know Frank. Uh, like often doesn't like when Marvel cuts to a joke in a very tense situation. But yeah, I, I thought, I thought this episode was a very tense episode that, that was, that had some really amazing jokes land uh, because of the level of tension that was going on all the time. Yeah. They landed like a shield into someone's neck. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> no, was I mean, that too, was that too soon? That too yeah, soon I mean, those landed okay. really oh. well. Oh no! Well, what, what joke in particular were you talking about? Uh, well, um, I really liked when uh, when uh, Winter Soldier, or sorry, Bucky and Zemo were arguing, and then uh, Sam's like, "Don't, don't do this with him. Don't get into this argument with him. He'll just extort you, and then do that stupid head tilt." And, <laughs> and, and he's Zemo, doing the tilt, yeah. and Zemo's doing the tilt, and it was ah, uh, just killed me because like that was good. Sam, Sam is such he's such an observer of people, you know what I mean? And so like, yeah. it, it's a skill that you need to have if you're a, a counselor, you know, like if you're, if you're helping people with grief, uh, you need to understand, you know, microaggressions and, 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 and body language and all that stuff. And so I really like that. He just like in that joke there, it's a lot of complexity to that joke, but it was just super funny because Zemo felt called out. And that's, that's how I felt like this whole episode is Zemo just kept getting called out by Sam on all his bullshit. Um, it was it was beautiful. Like um, I don't know, I laughed out loud on that one. I, I like the bit. The I can't believe Zemo pulled an El Chapo. Oh uh, <laughs> yeah, it's nice to know that that El Chapo still exists in that universe. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it, most things do. Uh, I think uh, another one. I, I I'm not sure this one hit as as funny, but it was. I felt it was the clear the need for clarification was hilarious, which was when Zemo was comparing the Nazis to Ultron and the Avengers. And then Sam's like, Hey, those, those are my friends you're talking about. And then Bucky's like the Avengers, not the Nazis. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Frank hated that joke. I mean, I don't mind those jokes cause it's just kind of banter and it felt natural. Uh, the yeah. jokes that I hate are when like they have a serious situation and then they're all like Ralph Boner and there's all, you know, it's like, so stop it. Stop it. Marvel. Did, now, did you laugh when when uh, uh, 
Walker got his ass kicked by the Dora Milaje, and then oh, yeah, oh. saying, and then he's in there saying they weren't they even super, super They weren't even super. I thought that was, was kind of a little super cheese. Super that uh, whole scene was amazing to me. I loved it. Yeah, uh, dude, my favorite I, part of that scene is when they took Bucky's arm off. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah. cool. That was yeah, cool. I was she like, did, oh. The Shit. five point exploding heart. Yeah, exactly. Then, <laughs> yes, his, his arm just dropped off. Like, crouching like, tiger, yeah. hidden dragon. Just like I, I loved watching that. That arm she disarmed fall off. him. She yeah. totally disarmed him. Yeah, I liked. I really liked seeing. <laughs> I like seeing that that uh, Io and Bucky have this special relationship, and that she's kind of like his his therapist that kind of helped him mm-hmm. get get through oh, the uh, the whole you know code word thing. Right. Sebastian's hand in that that opening was oh, that was man. some acting, man. He was, that was pretty good acting, earning his um, paycheck in that one. To mm-hmm. before we get too far from the arm thing, I liked his uh, patented Bucky arm swing that he does whenever um, yep. he has to reboot it. I love that yeah. swing. That's pretty I cool. Know, I don't know why. It's just he just he developed a little a little, a little tick. It's a tick, and I love it. It's patented. He, he gets a nickel whenever it happens. Yeah. See? <laughs> yeah. Um, but you were asking about jokes. Um, yeah, uh, I, I think that when they're when they're well placed and they're fun, I think that's cool. One of the things that I, I laughed at, I laughed out loud, was when after the Dora Milaje came in and and beat uh, uh, beat John Walker's ass, she did the Marty McFly Captain America shield thing where she like stepped on the shield and then caught it, and then yeah, she like yeah. looks at him like she was gonna take it because it's their yeah, vibranium. Yeah. Yeah. She's on yeah. mine, bitch. And then yeah. I was yeah. like, no, let him keep it. So let let the let the baby have his bottle. Let the baby keep right. it. Uh, the other one that made me laugh was when uh, uh, Walker and uh, Sam are getting ready to fight some more flag smashers, and they pull out more knives. And he's like, "What's with all the knives?" Like, uh, I don't know why I love that so much. Like, I don't know why being a super soldier needs to stop you from using guns, right? <laughs> well, it, no, it's a it's a reference to uh, a reference to the first movie when they're talking about they're not gonna the Nazis aren't gonna come at you with pocket knives. Like That's he true. says something like that, yeah. And then, yeah. and then later on in um, um, the Winter Soldier, Bucky comes at Cap with a knife, and he's doing that thing mm-hmm. where he's like, uh, 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 and then he's all like, uh, uh, yeah. uh, block it. Well, I think I just want to make sure because I know I know we're gonna we're gonna run short on time eventually, but I do want to make sure that we uh, we talk about something that was really big and and meaningful in this episode, which was that um, this this showed us more of the world post blip and like. And what I guess the first blip really also, right? Like Sam got mm-hmm. to learn from Carly about the world that existed before the second blip. Oh, and happened, and right? his sister. Yeah, yeah. No, but I for sure he got to learn that from from his sister. But he got to see people who are dis, displaced, you know, quote, mm-hmm. refugees. Like his sister wasn't a displaced refugee, right? Like she's she's just somebody that had to live through the hardship. But Carly and all these other people that now, you know, that went to other countries that op- welcomed them, that opened arms, uh, suddenly are kicking them out because they don't want them back. They don't want them anymore. And so that's what's happening with everybody. And so um, I really thought it was interesting because, like, that was Thanos's kind of whole thing, right? Is that mm-hmm. every world would be better if half the people were gone because the resource management wouldn't be a thing and everybody, like the borders and all these things would go away. And they, they did. They kind of 
all of that happened, man. Are you saying yeah. Thanos is right? I'm saying I'm saying the show is implying on some level Thanos was right. People were able to get PS5s like on right. launch day. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. it was it was a good time for everyone. Yeah, yeah. Uh, not everybody because Korg still had a no PS4. lines at Chick Fil A. Oh. Man, Korg, hey, you know what? Let me tell you something. So uh, yesterday, I was riding all around town trying to find a PlayStation Four controller. I couldn't find one anywhere. Like, oh, seriously, man. like the whole city is sold out. Like, I started at San Ysidro at the GameStop there and came north and was hitting every oh, wow. GameStop. And I couldn't find one. No, None of the stores have them. No, but I finally found one in, like, a GameStop in Spring Valley. And all they had was the black one. <laughs> From San Ysidro to Spring Valley? Holy crap. Right. I was like, <laughs> what is going on? Is there, like, a... like a a control shortage with these video games. What the hell's going on? Oh, right yeah. Now? Yes, there is. I don't know. It's because of me. I'll tell you. I'll tell you guys. I'll tell you guys a story about PS4. Controllers you don't want to know what Frank's doing with all the controllers. Yeah. So. You'll see. Feel like I feel yeah, like this is an after-hour story. I That's feel like this is a right. soapbox story right here, yeah, guys. Yeah. So yeah, let's, let's do this later. I was just like when you were talking about. It, I was like, what? What's no, going true. on? This, true. This Thanos is was why, right. If half the population why, were gone, you'd get a PS4 controller. Yeah. This is why. Uh, Frank is the wild card of the group because he could bring up <laughs> any funny joke that could lead us down the craziest rabbit holes ever. Uh, but yeah, no, I just really thought that was uh, a cool, responsible thing that the show was doing is, is just uh, showing us or telling us more about that world uh, that that has created all of the drama that's happening on this show right now. Right. Like uh, it's, it sucks. It's, it's, uh, and, and I, I, I mentioned before, but I think it's, it's really it's complicated. All these characters and their situations that they're in, they're not, they're all, they all live in a state of gray. It's not, you know, Sam's the greatest hero. It's not Carly's absolutely yeah. wrong. They're all in this weird gray area. And I kind of dig and, it. And that's, um, that's something interesting because you brought that up. Like I, I was pointing out, like I thought one of the cool themes of this episode was that uh, whenever somebody did win, like, or at least one of the heroes won, uh, it always came at a sacrifice, right? Like there, there always that nothing was a clear win, right? Like I know Ricky, you were complaining to me earlier today that you felt the Dora Milaje should have secured Zemo before beating up all the bad guys, and and yes. then I la- I laundry listed all the times the Dora Milaje has actually failed to do anything like that in all the movies, and the only times we've ever seen the Dora Milaje win are when Black Panther or the Avengers are with them. Uh, surprisingly, that was kind of a bummer to realize that. So Marvel, get on that and make them look cool without the help of men, um, because that was that was a bummer to realize. That's that. the whole point. That's their whole thing, right? Well, well, not their whole thing. But, I, you know, that's I don't know. You get to say that when you haven't read their comics. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I appreciate the spirit of what you're saying. I do like the Dora Milaje in the Reginald Hudlin Black Panther. Uh, comic book. I think they're really cool and they're really well represented in that in in those comics. Yeah, uh, I don't think Black Panther is well represented in those comics, but that is another that's yeah. another episode of the soapbox. But <laughs> that was that was just one example. I mean, obviously, uh, you know, um, uh, John Walker thought he was going to win that battle, but that came at a serious price. You know, like. Uh, they, yeah, he dirtied his shield. He has to get that know, clean now. He has they, to send they, it out to Wakanda to get everybody. Clean. 
everybody Steam. thought they could use they could just use Zemo uh, however they want, and that came at a price. You know, they didn't get a Z, they didn't get to keep a Zemo. And I understand this is like episode four out of six episodes, so you're supposed to get to a like a low mm-hmm. point, which I think we hit a really nice low point today. Um, but it was just nice to see the, 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 this, you know, kind of. There was no there was no clear win for anything that happened throughout no. that whole thing. Zemo, yeah. Zemo won. No, yes, sorry, yeah. I meant for the I meant for the oh, hero. Oh, oh, sorry. sorry, that's I did clarify that earlier because I knew you were gonna say that. Yeah, my fault. My Zemo fault. won all the way through. Not oh, yeah. not a question. Well, Zemo well, wins our hearts. Zemo wins what's, our Turkish delight. Yeah, and yeah, and and that too. What's what's next? Because I'm kind of I'm kind of lost on. Obviously, we still need to figure out who or what the power broker is, but I, I'm still, I'm trying to. You can't. I, I haven't pe- been able to piece together the end game of this. Like, wh- where yeah. do we go from here? Well, let's talk about that really quick because I think uh, yeah. we got to get into bingo afterwards and stuff. Um, I had a theory, uh, or I mean, a, a, some predictions. I guess um, I used to think that this show was going to end with Walker being redeemed because I was like, just wait, he's got to. It's totally, it's totally going to be cool by the end of he's this. Got, he's got. It. I, I, I take that back. Um, they he got two is episodes. Not, two he episodes. is not going to be redeemed by the end of this season nope. of the show, but that's fine. It's Sam, it's Sam and, and and Bucky's show, so let them let them come out on top at the end of the show. Hopefully, geez. Uh, but I do think that Walker is a character that's going to persist, and he can be somebody that can be redeemed later, maybe in the Thunderbolts movie or yeah. something like that. You know he, what I mean? He'll be redeemed in the second mid credit scene of the Shang Chi movie. <laughs> I think that's too soon. Too soon. I, okay. I, I'm not. I'm thinking he'll be redeemed in maybe like 2025. Uh, 2025. He needs, okay. He, need, he needs some time in the Fin Fang Foom. He murdered a person. <laughs> he murdered a person in broad daylight in front of everyone. Allegedly, I didn't see no body. <laughs> no. Nope, All yep. I saw was a little strawberry jam on the shield <laughs> that he has to clean. I mean, once you classify someone as a terrorist organization, all hands are. I know you can do whatever. That's right. Drone All strike. Right. What are Calm. what are what are your theories, Frank? What do you got? What do you got? What do you think is going to happen? Uh, power broker. Um, I think the they were saying that the power broker was going to be some someone special, someone that'll bring you to tears. So I'm, I'm hoping for a good actor uh, with the power broker. I know that they there's been teasing a, the a Aunt, cameo next next episode. Yeah, Aunt May. It's Aunt May. <laughs> <laughs> but Ro- Rosemary Harris, Aunt May. Uh, you're acting awfully strange, yeah. Peter. It has to be Marissa. Huh. If it's going to bring you to tears, uh, <laughs> Steve Rogers. I was thinking Whoa. that. Maybe what if it was Steve Chadwick Rogers? Bo- what if it was Chadwick, Chadwick Boseman and it's like his last like film scene? That would be incredible. Like That'd be cool. Uh, it's like a good I, send-off. I would say you have a higher chance of seeing Chadwick Boseman than Steve Rogers. You're saying it's Chadwick Boseman? Okay, you're agreeing with me, Ricky? I, I, I feel like the... They might have something before okay. he, he unfortunately passed. Like I appreciate you agreeing with this very outlandish. It's like I always say, Ricky dreams big. He dreams big. <laughs> you know, it's like I, it's like I always say, avian telepathy will happen. Yeah, Ricky, what what do you think is going to happen? Oh God, um, I think, I think we're going to see Sam, you know, come face to face with with some of his actions over in Europe. Either whether in his home life, like I think it's going to get get even more personal for Sam in the next episode. Yeah, so that's cool. Uh, and Mikey, were were any of those answers satisfying for you? <laughs> sure. Yeah, but I think <laughs> I foresee 
um, the new Captain America really going off the rails. And within the next two episodes, them having a big, huge fight with him in uh, Winter Soldier. Oh, oh and, they're taking uh, him down uh, next, week. Uh, oh, yeah. next week. Th- that's coming. So. It's going to be a that's huge, next, epic fight. Yeah. yeah. I don't think yeah. America will be upset with him killing that guy. I'm sure they will put some spin on it. I think they're going to re- rebrand him. Yeah, like, for sure. Yeah, they're going to they're spin in a way that, oh, he took out a terrorist, whatever, whatever. But I think he's going to continue to do stuff like that. And yes. Sam and Bucky's yeah. going to have to stop him at some point. I sure. think like Frank's saying, he's going to get rebranded as the U.S. agent and he's going to be in charge of doing covert ops yeah. and no longer in charge of being a media celebrity because he cannot handle yeah, he that. Can't hang. Yeah. He can't handle the pressure of that and he can't handle uh, – he just, he just can't handle it. So – they're going to be um, like, U.S. agent, what an asshole. Hey, Or they're going to be like, Captain America, what an asshole. That's that guy. He killed now. the guy. But yeah. check out U.S. agent over here. He's a totally different guy. Yeah. Right. Well, they won't say check out U.S. agent. They'll just use him for their own things. Because once America finds out he's actually a super soldier now, they are not wasting him. He's not. Yeah, he's he, not going to. That guy's not going to get time. locked away. There's no way he's, he's going to get locked away. He's not getting yeah. locked up. It's going to be uncomfortable. He's Sam going and Bucky are going to find out. Sam and Bucky are going to beat the crap out of him next week and they're going to turn him over. And then in the post credits of the final episode, they're going to find out that that guy's totally walking uh, because John Walker because America because he's white. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Because he's white. Yeah. Yeah. And no one will remember Lamar Hoskins unless he's a scroll. Um, and that's yeah, that's that's the bummer of it. Uh, I guess more. really quick, yeah. I actually put that on our bingo card, which is a good segue. Ricky, why don't you hit the button really quick? Oh, real right. quick, real quick. Do it real quicker, quick. quicker than this. <laughs> Mikey, I was talking to you earlier about the bingo card. Uh, this week's bingo is very, very, very slightly updated. Uh, I did put a nice uh, black Lamar Hoskins R.I.P. there just for the for the week where it's a memorial for him. I uh, remember uh, you. Uh, and I also did put I did mark. I know I know this is cheating. This is arguable. I have a I have a uh, a cell on mine that says Afghanistan slash Riley, and that was my intent of that was that I hoped that we would get more info into Sam's origins and the best friend or, 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 or a co-pilot or whatever that died in Afghanistan. Um, all we got was for some, apparently uh, Lamar and John Walker were also in Afghanistan. And so it got name dropped. I didn't expect it to get name dropped by them, but I was like, eh, I'll throw it on there. And if at the end of the season, since this is all for charity at the end of the season, we can decide if that one counts. Uh, but that was, oh, the yeah. Did you tell Mikey about the charity? Is I, it in the- uh, I let Mikey know uh, he hasn't had one picked out yet, so he's going to share one with me after the show, and we will uh, donate $10 for every square that has been lit up on his card. So, yeah, let's move on, Ricky. Man, you almost had it. If you would have had that line, just one one over. I know, right? It's I'm doing pretty good so, so far. Frank, uh, mine, uh, mine's doo doo. Yeah, yeah, no, no updates on Frank's. Still the same as last Why week. Why did I pick Mephisto? What the hell was I thinking? Uh, that's your, that's, that's the thing, power man. broker. Power that's broker starts with, it. starts with an thing. M, ends in an O. Keep moving, Ricky. Keep no, moving. No, nothing to see. Uh, Lamar Hoskins, R.I.P. Once again. I will remember. <laughs> yep. Let's see. And guest this card. is Mikey's guest card. 
And the one new thing that got lit up for the week was Shuri. We were oh. we were making we were making adjustments last week. Yeah. We were saying, why don't we just say the Shuri one is Wakanda and 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 the Dora Milaje and all that thing? And I honestly forgot to go edit that, but I don't have to anymore because Shuri actually got name dropped in this episode. Um, I thought that was really cool. Tyson, we might yeah. actually have a win here. With did the, we lose Mike, top- Mikey? No, Mickey. Okay. No, no, no. Still here. He's just checking. Oh, out Mikey's, the, Mikey's just checking the, out the card to see yeah. what things we have on here. You think we, we have win? a Falcon cap, and then we uh, we need Goliath. Oh like, man! Oh, you know what? They did mention someone being like big. Oh, that would be interesting if the guest card ends up winning. Oh my god, that would be hilarious. <laughs> that would be amazing. Because uh, we just kind of threw all like the guest card. Honestly, full disclosure was all the leftover things that we really wanted to have on there. It's just so we could talk about it in the show in case it showed up. But none of us wanted to necessarily put it on our cards. I wouldn't um, be upset if it won. That'd be funny. If that card wins, man, that's too funny. That'd be great. That's too funny. But it's got an extra an extra one uh, marked off there. So it's got four. So $40 will go to whatever charity of your choice you send us later, um, Mikey. Um, so, yeah. And if you had any questions on that card, we're, we're down to answer them if you want. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, we can we can look at it later if you want, like on the on the soapbox. The soapbox. Um, but yeah, I think. Uh, did you guys have any final thoughts that you wanted to share with the 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 wide audience? I I, I really appreciated that we had a new mm-hmm. new person tuning in, like with some cool scroll theories that I never would have thought of. I know, um, hot takes. Yeah, that was fun. Anna, this is. Uh, would you say this is the best episode to date? This was my favorite episode so far, for sure. I uh, this was like a good one. This was. The ball's rolling now. We're in it. Yeah. I love it because it's it's doing superheroes. It's talking about race relations. It's talking about it's uh, got everything. A, a world post <laughs> post apocalypse kind of scenario going on. Like it's just it's just all crappy across the board. And that that makes it fun, you know. Like, it, it's everything really that we've been complaining about that other shows don't have. It's got a good villain. It's got drama. It's got like a social commentary. It's got three good villains. It's got action. It's a, it's a great buddy movie. I mean, it's great buddy great, show. Yeah. 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 It's Lethal Weapon. It's like, it's right. all of those, right? It's, it's, it's hilarious. One of those. Yeah. yeah. I got to tell you, my one of my favorite moments of all four episodes is the part where he was drinking that Habusaki or whatever <laughs> that snake drink was. Oh, the <laughs> snake, snake gonads? Yeah. <laughs> I was yeah. laughing out loud. Be- yeah. Only because I've been there before in a foreign country. You've been to Madripoor? No, oh, in a foreign right. country where they brought out like a big bottle with a snake in it. And it's like, oh. They're all Mikey Prime, your usual. Face. And then they bring out the snake. Yeah, yeah. that his face, that whole scene was hilarious yeah. to me. Yeah, that was great. My favorite moments. I, I have another story for the soapbox about foreign yeah, things. Oh my God. Uh, Frank. Frank's, Frank's geared up. Soapbox is going to be a while. All right. Uh, I think... Unfortunately, we gotta we gotta bring this one to a, a, a close. Um, before we go, I just wanted to give everybody a chance, like if they have anything to share. Where can people find you? I think Mikey, you got that podcast, Ridiculous on Ryan. Right. You want to tell people? Yeah, so I do a podcast with my buddy Devin. Uh, it's called Ridiculous on Ride with Mikey and Dev. Uh, your favorite you know, neighborhood drinking buddies. We get together and tell sea stories <laughs> from our Navy past. So. Yeah, uh, we we are on hiatus right now, but we're about to start it back up really soon. Hopefully, we get on a oh, video platform. Snap. So, uh, not you know, not any uh, what do you call it? Uh, 
on any competition, but we will be on the waves with you guys soon. No, nice. no, hopefully, but love that'd be cool. We can yeah, love man. Together. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, if you guys get a chance, definitely tune in. Cool, cool. sounds good. And yeah, then, and then, uh, Frank Fricky, you got anything to add? Does your dog have anything to add, Ricky? Um, the dog, dog said, "Rest in peace, DMX." Uh, oh, and, oh, yeah, and, that was a sad and, one. Yeah. God. Yeah. Yo, he was. he totally knocked. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Prince. What's Prince his Phillip? name? Out of Prince the yeah. yeah. Knocked him out of the news feed. It's like yeah. nobody even cared that dude died. And now oh, we don't God. remember about Matt Gates anymore either. That's no, America. Everyone totally forgot about that guy. This yep. show's getting weird, guys. I think we got to wrap it up. <laughs> the show's getting weird. But no, we're, yeah. and we're canceled, ladies and gentlemen. The show's getting weird. We're not canceled. Calm down okay. with the cancellation. We're not canceled yet, right. ladies and gentlemen. All right. I, clearly, you guys are, are chatty Cathy's. You still want to talk for a while. We're going to do this. <laughs> we're going to talk more. If anybody wants to follow us over to patreon.com slash Media, you're welcome to. We get weirder than this, I promise. But we will still keep talking about Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Um, and, you know, if... You can't get enough of us talking about it, but you don't want to go to Patreon. We'll be back next week and the week after Mm -hmm. and the week after that. Uh, We'll keep doing this because we're big fans of all this stuff. And we like talking with you guys and with just our friends uh, like Mikey, who comes to visit us. So thank you, Mikey, for coming on the show. Thank you, Mikey. And thanks thanks to our audience for tuning in. Um, If you had fun, please remember, what can they do, Frank? They can uh, look up El Chapo and thank him for being a reference in our show. Oh, this is why I don't tee up Frank sometimes. (laughs) Oh, Uh, darn it. You can like and subscribe. (laughs) Oh, oh, oh. Smash that bell. Ring that bell. Yeah, Yeah. and share this with anybody that you think might be interested in watching us. Like, uh, we love love talking to random people about uh, all things Marvel and all things, uh, honestly, all things outside of Marvel, apparently, judging by this show. Share it uh, with El Chapo. He might like the show. Yes. Nope. Thank you for watching Den X Celsius. See you next time, true believers. Nuff said. <laughs>